Good evening and welcome to the Wednesday night service, midweek service here at Mountain Avenue Baptist. And we are excited that we are meeting in person here also and doing our small groups, our Sunday school actually, and we're doing that on Wednesday night. So if you'd like to attend, there's a couples class um, taught by Mike Moyer, um, Mr. Theo Swazinski um, teaches a class in the fellowship, the fellowship class in the fellowship hall on one half of that. And then um, Kim Kern teaches the ladies Bible class. So come and join us uh, when you can. And um, just thankful for the word of God. Thankful how it helps us and guides us through life. How blessed we are to have the scriptures to guide us, direct us, and help us. Let's ask God's blessing upon our, night, our time. Father, thank you for your love for us. Lord, thank you for this midweek service. Continue to bless our, our church, our school, our country. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for the freedom that we enjoy. We ask you now to bless, be with those that um, are hurting tonight, uh, just grieving. God, just touch hearts and lives. Give us wisdom to be a comfort to others. And we love you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Romans 8, 37 tonight is our text verse. And we went through the book of Romans several years ago. I love this book. It's very practical and yet deep. Um, it says in verse number 35, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? It is written, for thy, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. As we think about life, as we think about our lives, I think we see here in Romans chapter 8 and these verses that we've read tonight through the end of the chapter, really what life's all about. This is your life. This is what life's going to be like. Uh, and what the scripture talks about here um, in this passage and so as we get started tonight, I want you to notice the reality, first of all, the reality of our life. This is, re this is the reality. Um, the fact is that, that we're going to have difficulty. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14, uh, again, uh, now thanks be unto God, which always caused us, us to triumph in Christ Jesus. And maketh manifest the Savior of his, of his knowledge by us in every place. So, we triumph. We triumph in Christ. We are more than conquerors in Christ. Because you, you can't be a conqueror unless you have something to conquer. You know, you, you, have, you have physical problems. You have to conquer them. You have emotional Grief and that you conquer it. 
We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. So the very word conqueror simply means we need to, we need to have victory over something. I love the song Victory in Jesus because we're living in victory. We have victory in Christ Jesus in our lives. And we're super blessed. And so, when we think about life, there are things we have to conquer. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 57, the Bible makes it clear about victory. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have victory, and that victory is through Jesus. That is, that is the reality of life, is that there are difficulties. And we have to set out each day to conquer the problems of the day. Now, we see the reality, but what is the realm? What is, what is Paul talking about when he talks about our life and the things that we face? Well, we find it here. Um, in chapter 35, it's a, in verse 35 of chapter 8, it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, or nakedness, peril, or sword? So we get a snapshot here of what we can conquer, what we need to conquer. And really, Ladies and gentlemen, this is what life's all about. This is, what, this is why we need a Savior. This is why we need a conqueror. Well, he conquered death for us, so we have victory over death. He conquered hell for us, so we have victory over hell. When we die, we're not going to go to hell. We're going to go to heaven. So, we're, man, we're living in victory. Incredible victory is what we live in. We are more than conquerors. And what? In all these things. In all these things, Paul says. Uh, we are more than conquerors. We're talking about uh, being super conquerors. I mean, the world, the flesh, and the devil throws things at us all the time. Every day you're going to face something. Every day you're going to have a new challenge. And so we just keep on living for God, living for Jesus. You're going to have tribulation. John chapter 16 and verse 33. People face, people face difficulties. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. Why do you need peace? Because, uh, be, because in the world you shall have tribulation. That's what Jesus said. In this world, you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And so, we're going to have tribulation. That's a part of life. This is your life. This world is full of tribulation. It's full of difficulties. If you go from one problem to the next. Job chapter 14 and verse 1, as Job thinks about life. Man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. So life is troubling, and we have trouble in our lives. And so we have to understand that God, God understands that. We have to understand that He understands. 
And we have victory through Jesus. We have victory through God's power. The reality is we're going to have problems. The realm, we're going to have tribulation. We're going to have distress. Distress literally means a narrow place. I mean, we just feel sometimes like there's no escape. There's no escape from our problems. Life is too distressful. We find distress in every, everywhere. And that's true. We find difficulties. We find problems. But we have a, a Savior who gives us victory. Persecution. Suffering inflicted on because of our relationship with Jesus. Listen, we're going to face persecution. We don't necessarily face it personally, but the Christian faith, Christians are being, are being persecuted around the world. You can't speak the name of Jesus. Some people die because they are followers of Jesus. Our missionaries are in some very difficult places. So when someone we support or someone we love is persecuted, we take that personal. But there are, there, do, there are times when we suffer persecution ourselves because of our stand for Jesus Christ, because of our love for Him, the Bible says. So you have tribulation. This is your life. You're going to have it. Distress, you're going to have it. Persecution, it will come to you or to someone you love. Famine. What that really talks about, church, is just the lack of of needs for basic things. Um, sometimes you just, there's more problems, there's more bills at the end of the month than there's money. And so you face famine, you face difficulties financially, and so you've got to go to God. You've got to, this, this is what life's all about. God is in control and with you. Nakedness, the lack of proper clothing. Um, again, this speaks of a state of destitution. Sometimes things get really bad. And uh, problems come and they're very deep. And we have to look to God. Peril, the threat of imminent and awful danger. We live in perilous times. The Bible says that perilous times shall come. And we're living in perilous days. There's not very many places that, that, there's not places that are too far from you. If we went to certain places, it would be dangerous for us to go there. Be, you know, we'd be in peril. Um, I grew up a mile and a half from Eight Mile Road in Detroit. We couldn't go across Eight Mile Road. It was perilous. When we go to the Detroit Tiger game uh, down in Detroit... It was a scary thing because the neighborhood was dangerous. So we couldn't go to a baseball game without worrying about something happening to us, our car being broken into. And there are places around here. If you went shopping, you parked your car, people say, hey, don't go there. Don't go shopping there. And so there's a, there's a threat. We have alarms in our houses. We have alarms here at the church. We have... Uh, uh, we're, we're dealing with that. That's just life. Because there are evil people. That's just life. There are thieves and robbers. 
That's, that's the reality of life. And, uh, and so we need and we have a savior. The, the sword, the threat of murder, um, dealing with death or dealing with somebody who would take your life. And uh, some of our people have had relatives that were murdered. Somebody took their life. A horrible thing. But the Bible says, though this is the reality, though it gives us a realm here of, some, of just a few things, um, the Bible says we are more than conquerors. Though our life is full of difficulty, as Job said, it's, it's full of trouble. That's what life is full of, one problem to another. We have and are more than conquerors through Him, through Christ. He leads us, He guides us. We're more than conquerors. So what is God doing? Well, first of all, He's refining us. 1 Peter 1.7 God is refining us. The trial of your faith being much more precious than that of the gold that perisheth. Though it be tried with fire, may it be found under praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So though we face the reality of life and though we face the realm of the difficulties, tribulation, distress, persecutions, famine, nakedness, peril, the sword, God takes all of these things that come into our lives and He is refining us. He's making us into what He wants us to be. All things work together for good for those that love God. Those are called according to His service. So He's refining us. Not only that, He's remaking us. He's remaking us. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 29, what is it? We want to become more like Him, like Jesus Christ. For whom He did not foreknow, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. And so God is... He's refining us. He's remaking us. And as we go through these problems of life and the difficulties of life, we just let God do His work in our lives. Lord, do Your work. Lord, I trust You. Lord, I'm going to live for You. Lord, I don't understand everything that happens, but I do understand that You love us. I don't understand why some people die younger than others, but I understand that all people go to heaven, and it won't be long, we'll all be there. I understand that. And so, what I focus on is what I do understand. I look to God. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 13. <coughs> 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 Till we all come in the unity of faith, of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature and the fullness of Christ. How wonderful. He's working on us. He's molding us. He's refining us. He's remaking us. And then He's realigning our lives. Make sure that uh, by His grace... 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 
and verse number 7. Lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. You know, sometimes when things just are going good, things are going smooth, we just kind of get off track. He realigns us. He gets us back in line. He keeps us going straight. Paul said, For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it may depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. So I pray, and you pray, that we want something removed. Sometimes God says, My my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. So we can be strong in the Lord. Most gladly, Paul writes, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, reproaches, necessities, persecutions, and distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So, it's an amazing thing that we have. It's an amazing power as we live this life. Because this is our lives. Our lives, we're going we're gonna to deal with trouble. We're going to deal with distress. We're going to have persecution. We're going to have great needs. We're going to have perilous times. We're going to have threats upon us when we go out, when we go to bed sometimes, depending on where we're living and where we go. But we are more than conquerors. And God is refining us. He's remaking us. And he realigns us to follow him. I am become a fool, glorying, and you have compelled me. For I ought to have been commended of you. For nothing am I ever behind the very chiefest apostles, though I be nothing. And so... Paul was very humble. He knew that in his weakness that God could make him to be strong. And he was much stronger in God's weakness than he was in his own strength. So that's the reality in the realm. That's it. Psalm 103.14 We have trials. We have difficulties. For he knoweth our frame. And he remembereth that we are dust. Man, sometimes you just feel like dust. Well, you are. Sometimes we feel like, man, we just, can we go on? Can we really go on? Um, you know, we, you deal with grief. You have moments. Um, you know, I had a moment where this morning I just missed my wife. I mean, I just had a grieving moment. Lasted two or three, four, five minutes. I felt so empty, so hurt, so helpless. And, uh, but yet God moved in. He strengthens me. He helps me. And at the end of that grief and the end of that sorrow comes the idea that 
She's in heaven. She's not suffering. Though I miss her, we'll be together again. And so what I must do is do what we did together. Do God's work. Focus on loving the things she loved. Doing the things she did. Helping the people she helped. Having the heart that she had. Until Jesus comes or Jesus takes me home. And that's what we all do. That's what we all do. We look to Him. And so, we see the reality. We see the realm. Why, do we, why are we victorious? What's the reason for our victory? The Bible says, we are victorious through Him that loved us. You see, the Bible says in Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. That's what we deserve. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ezekiel 18.4. Again, what do we deserve? The Bible says, Behold, all souls are mine, and the soul of the Father and the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. And so when we think about death, that's what we deserve. But we, we don't really die, as we've mentioned often from this place. We take our last breath here, we take our first breath in heaven. We get to heaven on the same day. But the bottom line is this. We're going to die because of sin. But God loves us. Jeremiah 33, 3. What? Nothing, nothing shall separate us. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. We look to Him. We follow Him. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever, that's everybody, if you believe in Him, should not perish, die and go to hell, but have everlasting life. It's so wonderful. Romans 5.8, But God commendeth His love towards us, in that yet while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died for us. Man, that's how much God loves us. You see, the reason we are more than conquerors is because of His love. He carries us through. When you need Him the most, He's going to be there. See, you're more than conquer. When we, we claim that we're more than conquerors, but we don't want to have anything to conquer. When it comes, and it will come, your great need, God will help you. He will strengthen you because He loves you. He cares about you. And so, we look to Paul. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Paul just gives a testimony, verse 23. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I more. I am more. In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequent, in deaths oft. Of the Jews five times. Received I forty stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. Night and day have I been in the deep. In journeyings often, many's on the road. In, per in perils of waters. In perils of robbers. In perils of mine own countrymen. In perils by the heathen. In perils in the city. In the wilderness. In the sea. In perils among false brethren. 
and weariness and painfulness and watching often and hunger and thirst and fastings and cold and nakedness. Besides those things which are without, the things that happen to me, the stress that cometh from caring for the churches and the needs of the people. That was his life. But he had victory because he was a conqueror through the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 16. God gives us a great plan. We look to him. He watches over us. Life is difficult. The reality is it's hard. The reality is we'll face problems. The realm and every area, so many areas, it's big, but we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. And so whatever you're facing today, Jesus can see you through. Whatever comes up that happened in this past year, Jesus will see you through. He'll guide you. He loves you. We are more than conquerors through him that loves us. Man, what a great promise. What great joy we have in Jesus Christ. He blesses us. He guides us. I'm thankful for the truth of the Bible. And the truth is, God has made us conquerors. And so... You know, you look to today, tomorrow, next week, the summertime, problems coming up. Listen, don't worry about it. Live in victory today. God has given you victory today. We're here today. Everything in my life is not the way exactly that I want it. You know the things that I've been through in the last three or four months dealing with the coronavirus. It's not exactly what I want, but Jesus is with me every step, and he's with me today. And i got to tell you, number one, he answered your prayers. He continues to do so. And he's with you. He watches over you. Yeah, this is your life, but it's a victorious life. For we are more than conquerors. I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels... Principalities or powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank God for his love. Thank God for the victory he gives. Look to him today in all that you do. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love for us. I pray if there's one listening that needs Christ as Savior. They'd open their heart and mind to him and receive him. And Lord, for those that need victory, they already have it, but have them look to you and tap into that source of power and strength and wisdom. Read the word of God, calling unto you and being a witness for you. We love you, God, and we look to you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you have any needs, questions, contact the church through our website or give us a call. Have a great night.